Hello. You have a collect call from... Episode 1. To accept charges, please say yes or say no. Yes. Connecting call. So have you since then seen Hereditary, Kirsten? I still haven't, and I think I've heard so much about it at this point (laughs) that it's a buildup of will she or won't she, and so far she won't. (laughs) From This American Horror and WBRB Austin, I'll Be Right Back tells one story, a true story, over the course of a minisode. You're listening to Jenny and Asher explain hereditary to Kirsten. Red flag warning stream across the Weather Channel marquee as we join our trio of lost millennials, baking under the heat of the Texas sun one Saturday afternoon in August. Jenny and Kirsten drive southwest to join Asher at Lucky Dog Studio to record their episode on Hell as a Teenage Girl. Will the trio get Domino's again after recording? Which toppings? Pepperoni? Extra cheese? Name every topping you thought of on Friday the 13th, 1999. It's hard. The red button has been pressed. (laughs) (laughs) The hosts forge onward, discussing an array of horror movies, when the conversation turns to, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Kirsten begins to share her thoughts before the conversation takes another turn. This one unexpected. Oh... You know, I think I'm still at my phase with horror films where I think I'm bracing myself through the movie and then I get through it and I'm like, oh, you made it. And I might not not be absorbing as much as I think. And I think so much of what I'm watching and looking for the first time is how it stacks up to what my expectations were in terms of the degree. As the hosts chat on. The sound of a small child's voice suddenly echoes through the hallway. Too, particularly when I'm watching something that feels particularly... Was that just a child's voice? That the shit out of me just now. I was like, where's the ghost? The demon is at the door. <laughs> I keep looking at Lucky. We called her, whoever she is. Once the hosts regroup after their brief encounter with a demonic force, Asher gets curious about Jenny's threshold and tolerance for horror. When Jenny mentions hereditary... A 2018 psychological and supernatural horror film starring Tony Collette. The film follows a grieving family tormented by a demonic entity after the death of their secretive grandmother. Listeners should know, spoilers are ahead. Okay, that's good to know. Jenny, I'm curious as you were talking, because, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it might be safe to say you have the highest tolerance of the three of us for horror. <laughs> I'm curious, if you had to like pick one, maybe two movies, like what's a movie or show that's like scared the shit out of you? <laughs> Oh man! You can come back to that question anytime to think about. Yeah, I'm gonna it. I'm gonna have to look at my letterbox okay. for that. Because <laughs> I'm just curious, like what what's your? I can name several for myself probably, and things I won't watch. Uh, I mean, Hereditary hit like my traumatic death threshold yeah. of like catastrophic death happens to a child in a way that I was not expecting. It's a terrible thing. And you see first you just kind of see like the emotional fallout, which is like brutal. And then when you think that you're kind of out getting out of the woods, they cut to like the 
impact of the physical. Um, and so that was just like, even as you're a, talking about it, so I can see it in my head, seeing my, seeing my breathing. I feel like I just saw Asher start to sweat. <laughs> no, I was like, like that, making all these noises. That single, like, you know, two second scene yeah. that they cut to is just like kind of forever burned in my brain. And, you know, I don't know if like I watched that now, if I would feel differently. I was watching, I watched that at a time when I was like in a job where I read a lot of medical examiner reports and I would read stuff about like just really freak accidents. And I had to talk to the families of the people who had died. Mm. And so a lot of that just, it felt really real in a way that was just like super distressing to me. And the death itself is so unexpected. Like the circumstances of it are just like, excuse me, what just happened? I mean, it happened so abruptly that you're just like, you're kind of in the character shoes of like, oh my God, what just happened? Yeah. Would you, okay, because I'm pretty certain I will never watch that movie again. <laughs> and I know Kirsten, you're like, I'm never going to watch it to begin uh-huh. with. Nah. Would you rewatch Hereditary at any point? Or is that like, I'm, I'm good? I don't know. Sean actually was interested in watching it because he hasn't seen it. Oh, cool. And I was like, absolutely not anything <laughs> but Hereditary. And then like, after a few minutes, I was like, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That was um, Ari Aster, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm a little put off from his his movies. um, (laughs) I don't want to watch Midsummer again either. Me neither. I've been been contemplating that, and I think... Have you seen it? I have. I saw the theater, and I think in retrospect, I I, I keep thinking about the opening scenes and the traumatic death in in those scenes, and I, I think I'm sitting with, why? Like, what is the why here? It's just... He has a certain brand of horror... Yeah. that I don't necessarily want to be a part of. It definitely meets the definition of like horror. Yeah. Though. It's like, it's it, like gratuitous. It, it elicits like the true horror reaction. Right. Whereas like other movies, I'm just like, Oh, this is like super fun or whatever. Right. And this is a genuine, like it is a full body. Like I feel the experience of horror. Like this yeah. is yeah. literally horrific. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. You feel it like in your, your heart, your head, your heart, your soul. <laughs> like it's just not, yeah. In a way much. that feels like almost like you're infected yeah, <laughs> by violating. it. There's just like not as much separation between reality and fiction in like stuff like, at least with hereditary, like you know, this. it just felt so real and other stuff. It's like, you know, like you watch slasher movies and it's like, you're not getting like a 10 minute scene of like the trauma that it causes to the characters afterwards. They're kind of just like, well, I'm really sad. And anyways, on to the next joke and set up. Yeah, I was grimacing as you were talking this one. I was like, oh, my face. I'm just like, oh. I just keep thinking about that scene in Hereditary. And as you were narrating it, I was like, I could see it play by play. I was like, oh, no, it was terrible. Yeah, I don't really need help with haunting. I was like, Do you want to know? No. <laughs> I don't. You mentioned something about like Tony Collette crouched in a corner on the ceiling. And I was like, well, that's, well, that's, that's the later in the movie. Yeah. Um, I, I saw it very clearly when you said it. And like, I was like, well, that's enough. We need a Hereditary. Need a hereditary support group. I know <laughs> it's been years, and I'm like, yeah. Sorry, I just gotta say it. You can close your ears, but the scene where she finds her daughter, mm-hmm. part of her daughter's body in the car, like it was just so yeah. her grief that was so horrible. I know it was the worst. <laughs> when just Ugh. like the scene in the car, and you're just like, wait, excuse me. I know, I know. <laughs> he left her there. <laughs> At this point, having heard Asher and Jenny wax on about the horrors of hereditary, Kirsten. Once a hard no on hearing any descriptions of the film, finds herself suddenly curious. I mean, under, understandably. Did the actors need a support group? <laughs> I wonder. It was like, really know? fucked up. 
And you really, felt like the trailer makes you think that like this kid is going to be like the antagonist oh, of the yeah. film. And, you know, with her little weird like. Oh, yeah, that actress. <laughs> and She's spooky And then they just, you know, take her out in really it catastrophic fashion. Yeah. All because of the peanut allergy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I get nervous. I'm like, lucky you don't stick your head out the window no. while I'm driving. Nobody stick any part of your body <laughs> so out I, of a car window. <laughs> did you not know? <laughs> I literally just clapped my hands over my mouth. I did not. I knew there was something involving a car, but I oh, didn't know the, the sorry. way <laughs> Do you want to know more? I feel like I want to bring you into our trauma. I think I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, you must know. <laughs> what's like the roller coaster warning? Keep all hands and yeah. limbs inside. We're getting it. to the point where if you tell me much more, I'll have to watch it just so I don't, don't. stop imagining it. <laughs> just just it. read the Wikipedia. <laughs> well, I kind of want to tell you, but I don't. I know. <laughs> all right, we're here now. Just, just okay. Are you it. sure? Yeah. Is yeah. this consensual? <laughs> Telling it is. I, I, you know, I'll I take think, full responsibility. I will for also say. I, I feel like in this case, like my imagination is not as strong as the movies was. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I gotta breathe. Because like if you told me just like the description of it, I'd be like, yeah, that seems fine. But then once I saw it, I was like, oh no, that shit's not fine. Um, do you want to do the? Yeah. Image? So I, I, I mean, I can't do it. This, uh, the brother is a high school student. He takes his younger sister to a party with him because you know his mom tells him to. I think. Um, Mom his, being Tony Collette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his sister has a peanut allergy. How old is she? Um, like 12? 12. Okay. Yeah, 13 yeah. maybe. And she's kind of a strange child. She's a weird kid who yeah. all yeah. the time and like seems kind of possessed. Yeah. Uh, in a weird way. But, you know, so she goes along to this party. She has a peanut allergy. Somebody is like passing out cake or treats of some kind. Unbeknownst to her, there are peanuts in it. So she starts experiencing anaphylaxis. So the brother needs to get her out of there really fast and get her help. So yeah, he's, he's sorry to interrupt. He's hot. Is he high at oh this yeah, point? He's yeah, high. he's high. He's super he's high. Like, I think he took like an edible or something. Yeah. yeah. So he gets her into the car and he's driving like crazy through the middle of nowhere where they're at, like swerving through the desert or something. Um, she's trying to catch her breath because, you know, her throat has closed up. So she's got her head stuck out the window. He's going like very fast in the car and he's not driving right because he's high. And there is a telephone pole that she runs into. And And she loses her head Mm -hmm. and he leaves. He's in shock. Sorry. (laughs) And he drives all the way home with her headless body in the back seat, goes up, leaves her in the car and then Tony upstairs. Collette wakes up. She wakes up like, oh, where are my kids? Like, you know, they were out last night. <laughs> she goes out because she doesn't see her daughter and opens the back seat. And you just hear her visceral screams. And then as she, you hear the, her screaming, basically this, I mean, give Tony Collette an Oscar. Uh, as Jenny alluded to earlier, they cut to the decapitated head by the telephone pole. Yeah. It's brutal. Sorry, Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. Wow. I know you said that you have a strong imagination, but I promise, like, the movie is 
probably worse than what you're. I mean, we'll just do like a five minute bonus episode of Jenny and I torturing Kirsten with the description of hereditary. It's okay. I just might have to go home and put on like the Care Bears. Yeah, are you, are you okay right now? You've just been sitting there quietly. Are you okay? Eyes dilating. Yeah, just like, I'm just like seeing the thoughts right now. Feeling a little faint. Yeah. Having traumatized each other with the retelling of Hereditary's infamous scene, the conversation soon devolves into all the different ways one can perish. <laughs> Even though the circumstances of the death are so gruesome, I think this points more towards the fear that generates in me the more I get older. That death doesn't really tend to happen in spectacular fashion. It can. But statistically, something very innocuous is likely to be the cause. <laughs> you know, at least of an accidental death, I suppose. Or just missing a key piece of information. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to think of an example, but... Just and just like, people falling. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I could fall and break my neck leaving your apartment <laughs> today. Well, and, like, people just, like, falling at, like, the wrong place at the wrong time, mm. yeah. you know? Like... I heard that happen to a woman in a metal straw. <laughs> I know. It's true. Look at that. <laughs> It was one of my strange headlines that I won't share with anyone else. Wait, so, I thought she, you were joking at no. first. But. <laughs> no, it's real. That's why I was looking at I your do not, face. I do not kid about strange headlines. <laughs> a woman <laughs> fell, like she had her little cup, and she fell and impaled herself. Oh my gosh, died. I have this. This is a real fear of mine. Oh, I'm sorry, Jenny. I, <laughs> I feel like we're just traumatizing each other like, right wow. now. Sometimes when I bend over something and there is like a yeah. some kind of like thing that you could be impaled upon, I'm just like, be what careful. if I pass? out right now <laughs> and like i just fell face first would this impale my head immediately if it's i just new, like fell forward with like full momentum it's like uh don't run with scissors but climate change edition <laughs> don't, don't carry your straw facing like must be far away from your face <sighs> we might need a palate cleanse maybe a golden girl episode or something uh, maybe yeah. meditation to cleanse yeah. the oh, of I, mean, I, I have i have sage we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. When you are home alone, an emergency can become a tragedy. However, with any of Life Alert's three emergency systems, help can be summoned immediately, whether in the bathroom... I've fallen in the shower. At home... Help! I've fallen and I can't get up. And on the go... Help! I've fallen in the park and I can't get up. Don't worry. Help is on the way. Life Alert saves a life every 11 minutes. Produced by This American Horror and WBRB Austin, you've been listening to I'll Be Right Back. Jenny and Asher explain hereditary to Kirsten. Sponsored by Life Alert. Narrated by Asher Koenig, featuring Jenny, Kirsten, and Asher in a small demon's voice. Mm-hmm.